Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Javen. I'm an international online health and fitness coach. And if you want to increase your confidence, improve your self-development and have a bulletproof mindset, this is the podcast for you. Please don't forget to like, share and subscribe depending on whatever podcast app you are using. Today's episode is going to be amazing. I can't wait to get into it. Let's go. Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. My name's Jav. And today, guys, we're going to talk about supplements. One of the most requested and asked questions I get, like literally every other day, what supplements should I take? Should I take creatine? Should I take protein? So on and so forth. Before we get into it, please do not forget to like, share, subscribe. You don't understand. I really, really appreciate it. And every little helps. But I'm not going to talk about supplements in terms of health and well-being. I'm going to talk about what I think is the most effective to improve your performance. And this could be from an athletic standpoint, but yes, your performance in the gym mainly. So that's, that's what I'm going to talk about. And the supplements that I think actually you should consider investing in. The supplement game is it's a billion dollar industry, maybe million dollar industry. One of the two. And trust me, trust me, there is a, there's a lot of scams going on out there because there's a lot of stuff that you don't really need. There's a lot of material that people are selling. There's a lot of marketing schemes around a lot of products that don't actually do anything or they're not really that important. They don't really move the needle in terms of your performance. But there are a few things out there that are researched, backed by science. There's a lot of evidence to support its use. So let's get straight into it, man. And I'm going to start with the most researched probably yeah, the most researched supplement out there probably alongside protein and it's creatine creatine monohydrate one of the most researched and studied supplements out there hundreds hundreds of published research articles supporting its effectiveness in improving strength improving power improving anaerobic ability there's a lot when it comes to creatine and if there's a supplement that i would recommend you take whether you're a man or a woman creatine would be one of them don't believe the rumors. It does not turn you bald. Women can take it too. It's not a steroid. Like you can take creatine and you won't have too many issues. Um, what it will do is it will increase your prosphocreatine stores. It, it will also help with your rapid increase in ATP production. And ATP is needed to create energy. And it's our energy source and, you know, we need, we need it. So if you can have more of it, it's going to make you more powerful. It's going to make you quicker. It's going to make you fitter. It's going to make you stronger. And who doesn't want to get stronger? A lot of people are concerned about the water intake when you take creatine and you may gain like a pound or two, but as long as you're sticking to a calorie deficit in your diet, then it's very unlikely that it's going to affect you that much. And most times people will kind of cycle off it closer to when they need to be a particular weight for a competition or something like that. So it's going to help you. And also it's going to improve your anaerobic performance. And if you don't know what that means, anaerobic is kind of to do without having oxygen in, not in the presence of oxygen is kind of how I view it. So things like high intensity sprinting, Things where the, the it's very high intense, powerful movements where you're not using oxygen as an energy source. So according to a 2013 study in the International Journal of Sports and Nutrition, creatine supplements has been shown to decrease recovery time during repeated intervals and increase power at lactate threshold. Now, why is that particularly important when it comes to performance? Well, let's talk about sports in general. Let's talk about field sports, actually rugby, football, American football, any of these, and basketball, it's not a field sport, it's a court sport, but you know, like 
repeated bouts, repeated, repeated bouts of high energy movements and, and high output. Yeah. If creatine can support, then that means when we're doing our shuttle runs, when we're doing our suicides, when we're doing our box to box sprints and our lactate threshold is higher, we can go a bit harder. So, you know, when you're doing those runs where it's not an all out sprint, but it's like 70, 80% we're feeling that burn, but our threshold is higher when we're taking creatine. So we can get through those runs and those painful runs get, give us the most benefit when it comes to our anaerobic and aerobic ability. Then those are the things that we need to be doing and creatine can help us. So creatine is one of those things where it's multi-layered and no matter what type of athlete you are, you can use it because even an endurance runner can use that knowing that when they're doing interval training for their longer runs. So if you're doing a 5k, 10k and you know, you should always be doing some interval training when you're training for those things. Well, you've got something that can help with your lactate runs there. So your threshold runs are going to improve if you're taking creatine. So creatine, probably the one of the most researched and backed supplements out there. I recommend to go for that. Another number two, sorry, caffeine. Now I'm sure a lot of us drink coffee. I've actually only started drinking coffee in the last year and I'm, I can't say I'm a big fan of coffee, but caffeine, caffeine, caffeine. It's actually a lot of benefits to drinking coffee, a lot of benefits to the pre-workouts that you might have. Some of them got too much junk in it. But the main, the main, the main thing with caffeine is it's going to stimulate you. It's going to make sure your nervous system is revved up and ready to go. It, it's going to help with performance. It's going to help with your focus. It's going to help with that mental energy and that, that drive. Hundreds of studies have been done on the benefits of caffeine and even some studies to show that it helps with endurance athletes, particularly cycling, running. And there was a study done in 2012 and it showed that cyclists were had quicker times in their time trials when they were using caffeine. So we can see that caffeine has a major benefit when it comes to your fitness, your training and your performance, which is what I'm looking at here when I'm assessing what supplements are best. Alongside that, it can increase in fat oxidation, which could then help with weight management. So if you are someone trying to lose weight, my advice, there's nothing wrong with having a bit of caffeine in the morning because it's definitely going to help with the process. And then to further add to that, the thing with caffeine that people don't quite get right, especially for the guys that love to do their pre-workouts, is the timing. You've got a big gym session coming up, right? Let's say you go to gym at eight o'clock. You can't be walking in the gym at 7.50 drinking your pre-workout because caffeine takes about 30 minutes or 30 to 30 to 45 minutes to kick in. So by then you would have done your major lifts at the start of the workout most of the time. So if you're deadlifting, you're bench pressing, you're uh, squatting, you've already burnt through, you know, your energy stores at the start of the workout, you fatigue yourself, but the caffeine's kicking in after. So guys. Use your pre-workout at least half an hour before you get to the gym. That's my only advice on that one because the caffeine situation, you can really benefit from it if you use it the right way. Number three, protein. Protein. And, I, and the, everybody knows about protein, right? But let's just assume you don't. You should be using either a whey protein or if, you, if, you don't, if you're vegan, pea protein or soy protein. If you are going to go the vegan route, I would definitely recommend having some BCAAs with it. The reason I say that is because the BCAAs will provide your essential amino acids and it will help with quicker absorption. Sometimes whey is a little bit slower in comparison and then vegan proteins do not have all the essential amino acids. So protein, again, alongside creatine, probably one of the most 
backed supplements out there. The reality is we do not, we don't get enough protein in our diet for the most part. So focusing on the protein intake is going to be really, 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 really good for you. Really powerful. Studies show it's going to help with muscle recovery. It's going to help with building muscle. It's going to help with losing fat. It's going to help with hunger hormones. It's going to help with, it actually can help with your energy. Protein has so many benefits and not that many drawbacks. So if you are not taking a protein supplement, that's fine because if you're eating enough, then maybe you can get away with it. But I would argue that majority of people don't actually get enough protein in their diet anyway. So if you can get some form of protein in your diet, you're going to see a major, major benefit. And something to think about, people talk about protein timing. And I personally believe that there is a window to have your protein. Yes, there is. Anywhere from half an hour to an hour after your workout. But for most people, it's not going to be critical. The difference from the research that I've read is about 1% to 2%. If you're competing and you need that extra 1%, of course. If you're just trying to get in amazing shape, you want to feel athletic, you want to look good again, you want to perform better in the gym and in life, as long as you're getting the protein in in the day, it's not going to kill you. You will still get amazing results. My personal advice, aim to get at least one gram per pound of body weight. That's what the general consensus is in terms of research out there. You will see different people say different things, but you cannot go wrong if you do one pound per pound, one gram per pound of body weight. I'm around 195 right now. So 195 grams for me per day is pretty good. Sometimes I'll go over about 200, 250. And then lastly, magnesium. Now, magnesium is probably a, not as mainstream as the other three that I mentioned, but magnesium is one of the best supplements for you. And it's involved in so many functions in the body that, you know, I can't see why you wouldn't want to be having that and be taking that. And there was a study done that showed about 80% of Americans are actually magnesium deficient. I'm not sure we need to sort that out. You can get magnesium from food, but it's quite important that, you know, we make sure we try and get as much magnesium in as possible. So, Sleeping, going to the toilet, testosterone. This is something that you probably shouldn't be missing out because magnesium will help all those areas. Another thing is it's, it's a mineral, an electrolyte, right? So we actually, you can get magnesium in some of the bottled water you drink, which is quite interesting. So the re- you should be taking it because it's going to help you with, te- with your testosterone. And if you've got a high testosterone level, you can produce more muscle. You'll be more efficient in the gym. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be more powerful. So it's important that you know, you do all the things you can to maintain your testosterone levels, especially as you age. It's going to help regulate your blood glucose. It's going to help with vitamin D absorption. It can it can decrease the risk of bone bone fractures, which for us as people that are trying to perform in the gym, we need strong bones. We need strong muscles. We need to make sure that we are optimizing our energy and performing at our best. So those four are really, really important. They're my top four supplements and I would be definitely going out and grabbing some of those just to make sure that, you know, you can increase your performance. Now, there are other things I didn't mention, vitamin D, fish oils, beta alanine. These are also good things, but I don't think that they are as important as the four that I mentioned. Fish oils are really good, you know, inflammation, heart health, but I'm thinking more about my performance. You know, how can I perform better? What am I going to do to perform better? Obviously you need a good, healthy heart, but I wouldn't rank it as high as some of these other things. Plus, if you've got a healthy, well-balanced diet, you should be doing all right. So just a reminder though, these are supplements. So they are not there to replace your diet. They are there to aid your training. 
They're not going to make you the Hulk. They're not going to make you Superman. They're just going to aid in whatever hard work you're already doing. If you're not covering the basics, sleep, eating well, at least 80% of your diet should be from whole foods, training every day or every other day, or at least at least three to six times a week. If you're not doing those things, there is no point taking any supplement in the world because you ain't going to see no results. So cover your basics, what I like to call the big rocks, and then you'll see amazing results. Hopefully that's given you a good insight into what supplements you should be going for, okay? If you have enjoyed this episode, please, please like, share, subscribe. Your support is heavily, heavily appreciated. Yeah, Jav, over and out, Spectrum of Health podcast, episode 20. Man, we're getting there. I really want to get to 50, man. Anyway, also, I got a free fat loss guide. So if you really want to lose some weight and you're trying your best, please click that link. It's in the description. It's my eight-step guide to burn belly fat for good. No more belly fat. Um, It can be dangerous for you if you've got too much visceral fat around the organs. I'll save that for another episode. All right, guys. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. If you are someone who has been struggling to get in shape, you want to lose some body fat, you want to feel better about yourself and you want to build some lean muscle mass as well as transforming your confidence, don't hesitate to reach out to me on my social media and just ping me a message. I'll get back to you as soon as you can. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and tag me. Okay, tag me. I really appreciate all the support. Watch out for next week's episode. See you later.